The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a stream freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek and myself, Mike. And we are being joined this week by writer, director, actress, Honey Lauren. How's everyone doing? Hey! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> hey, Derek! <laughs> <laughs> Hello! You know, that's one of my favorite names, so... <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, well, I, I don't know if I got the impression, but, you know, I mean, I, I know it was a character in the story, so... <laughs> I love that boy name, yeah. <laughs> Oh. The pro the problem is every time anytime I watch something that has my name in it, every time I hear it, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, so, well, I, yeah. Well, I so, you know I'm a geek also, so I'm really glad to be here with you guys. So that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh, we'll you. we'll ask you about your geekdom a little later. Please. But yeah. <laughs> what we want to talk about first is um, this great little short that yeah. is coming out soon yeah it'll be on the prime on the starting september 29th ah awesome uh we got a chance to see a screener of it beforehand and as i said off air um got to the end of it like that's it i want more (laughs) and then you informed us there's a feature script for it well there's a feature script for it yes (laughs) and i'm saying release it just release it Um, of course, the, the film, the, the short that is coming to Amazon Prime on September 29th, which is a Tuesday. How do I know that? Because all new, most new media comes out on Tuesdays, whether it's CD, DVDs, Blu-rays, uh, video games are the same way. Oh, really? Interesting. Yep. Uh, books are on Wednesdays. Huh. Comic books are on Wednesday. Comic books and books are on Wednesdays. New movies are on Fridays. Fridays, yeah. Um, S- sometimes video games are on Fridays yeah. too. Oh, really? Not yeah. I'm just like Tuesday just seems so random, but it is. You know, it's a lucky day, Tuesday. Tuesday. But streaming services, when they want to drop something new, it's usually on Fridays as well with the new. Mm-hmm. So, but the as we. As we got off on the tangent, because of <laughs> September 29th, uh, the, the sh- it's a film short called Wives of the Skies, <laughs> which I, that's a good title. It's a great title. And I caught it right away within the like the opening um, little yes. opening sequence when we meet all the characters involved, the, the, yeah. the, the main trio of characters. And the question is, yeah. are you married? Just to the skies. Like, okay, that, that's where it came from. And then he, of course, names his documentary that. So tell us a little bit about Wives of the Skies. Well, you know, it, it um, of course, as you know, it takes place in 1965, which was um, really fun to do a little period piece like that. And uh, and I got basically the the film is a short as you know the script was like a a finalist at uh, Slam Dance years ago, and I thought you know I really like this script so much I want to be able to make it so I was able to get the financing together for it and uh, and I gotta tell you that we got very lucky on many 
aspects because of the fact that uh, a lot of things came together so beautifully. And um, so I just feel super fortunate to have have the chance to make it, first of all. And then secondly, for it to come out the way it did, I just was thrilled. And I worked with all the actors before uh, in different circumstances, and some of them worked with each other. And it was just an amazing kind of opportunity. So... But, so uh, you, you mean you, you didn't tie them up before? <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. I The thing about this film, the thing I thought would be the most difficult and what kept me up at night was the kimbaku aspect, the, the roping, because um, I just, first of all, how, how do you do this with these actors? You know, you can't fake it, apparently. Like, I thought you could. I thought you can just rig it up and have somebody <laughs> jump in, you know, action. But um, it wasn't like that at all. These girls were braver than I am. And uh, what I did was I, I didn't even know what Kimbaku was. I just knew that I wrote something. I wanted it to look really pretty and with the binding. Of course, we're spoiler alert here, but they'll see. There's the binding aspect of it. So I Googled... Um, I googled beautiful roping or beautiful knots and Kimbaku came up with all these pictures. I'm like, but that's what I'm talking about. I must have seen it and not know what it was. So I put an ad in one of these um, websites, uh, like where you find groups, like Meetup. And I said, hi, my uh, my name is Honey and I'm looking for somebody who knows about roping Kimbaku for this film. And I got like answered immediately probably because my name is honey probably and they were like really group of people and it turns out the guy who ended up doing it for me is just like super master he wrote like the book in the u.s on the beauty who you know so it was pretty amazing and yeah so that part of it came together so easily it was the easiest part and we went to his studio and we practiced you know so we knew what the designs looked like so that we could just be on set and make it happen, you know, pretty quickly. And I brought the women that were cast to make sure they could do it, because people freak out, as you can imagine. Right. I, I, sure, yeah. sure. Because I kept saying, can't you keep it a little loose? And he's like, no, you have to have the tension to make it pretty. The designs have to hold, so it needs a certain amount of tension there. So. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, so these girls, you know, they were, they were in that for, like, a long time. Can I tell you? A very long time. Oh, wow. That's just crazy. Crazy. So, that, but it came together so easily. They were cool. Found the master, you know, master, master K, and it all just worked out, you know. <laughs> so, I, I'm assuming he he stayed on set the whole time, just make sure everyone was safe. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. very cool. There's also, you know, there was the idea that it's ours. And so I kept saying my to Rachel, one of the leads, I'd say the dark hair girl, you know, don't you want to get out? I need to use the restroom, anything. So it was, uh, it was anxiety provoking, but it all worked out. It was so just ridiculously easy. And these girls were champions to do it. it it's funny. Cause you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't watching it. You wouldn't realize how much went into it, how much work and effort just, just for that little bit. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's the thing is there's a safety issue and there's a lighting issue and there's a design issue and there's, there's so many things, but when you get to work right. with someone like it, this master K, he made it very easy. And, uh, and it really didn't take very long to get these ladies you know, in the, in the roping. Uh, it's much faster than it looks very intricate and it is. But these guys are, are pros. So he had a, wow. a desi, which is like his helper. I'm, I'm learning all these words, you know, and uh, <laughs> so it all worked out. Yeah. So that, that turned out to be like so easy. I was like, oh, okay. Just one rehearsal and we were fine. You know? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Really? There may have been two rehearsals, but yeah, it was just, <laughs> a, just nutty. Yeah. So I feel good. I'm glad nobody got hurt. <laughs> So what what inspired you to do this film and make it a period piece? Sure, yeah. So what truly inspired me to do this is um, I was I was working with somebody who who sent me like an years ago um, something on eBay showing me these these vintage stewardess outfits from this era, and oh. I was like, wow, that's pretty fascinating. And they were really expensive. They were really collectible. 
and uh, oh, wow. and they were being bought and sold for these extraordinary prices by by men. Oh, so wow. I'm like, okay, this is some kind of crazy mm. fetish for sure. This is crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, there's got to be more to it than this. So I I got sort of obsessed with these stewardess outfits in this time period and the stewardess industry in general. And there's an incredible history of aviation and, and their flight attendants, you know, the experiences. They started right. out as nurses and, and the, just watching the decades, how, how the styles would change and the marketing for uh, the airline interesting industry went like full circle and went from like, you know, uh, uh, nursing, kind of wearing, I don't know, capes, because you had to be a nurse in order to be a stewardess back in the 40s. And then, it, of course, it went in a very prim and proper 50s, and the 60s was the sexy skies. Then back to, like, uh, Virgin Atlantic, let us tuck you in at night, you know, back to sleep again. So the sex went away. So I, I watched this, like, this incredible, like, history of the airline industry, and I'm like, there's a story here. There is a story here. And, of course, th- this is what came out. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea that you had to be a nurse. That's that's interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yes, yes. And back in the very very early years of aviation, yeah, you had yeah, wow. probably because they obviously something happened. You had to be there and take care of people. Uh, right. They're flying. Yeah, and they were their outfits were incredible. They had like uh, capes and stuff like Florence hmm. Nightingale. They were incredible. That's like oh, a whole wow. different. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the book Coffee, Tea, or Me. Are you? No. Coffee, Tea, or Me was a book that was written by these two stewardesses in the 60s. And it was a randy kind of tell-all book about these sultry stewardesses and all the nasty things and wild escapades that they had. And I looked into it as I was doing this, and I'm reading this book, and I'm like, you know, excerpts. I'm like, I don't think this is real. So I did a little research, and sure enough, like two stewardesses, they stopped being stewardesses. They became writers for a coffee tea or me. They were bestsellers. They did PR for the book. They quit their jobs, and they were these incredible things, you know. And as it turned, and I'm still going, I don't believe it. Then I'm doing more research, and as it turns out, it was all a hoax. The whole book was written by a man. Hired by the <laughs> Turns out this man became a writer for television. He recently passed. Gosh, I don't know his real name. So he, the whole thing was a hoax, and that came out like in the 90s or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, I knew it just didn't seem right. Just seemed too male fantasy, <laughs> you know? And there you go. So it's kind of that the, the movie's kind of allegory in that regard, too. It's like, we, it's not, nothing's what it seems. And these women are absolutely not what we all think they are. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. I, I will say for for a period piece, I absolutely loved how you you even went as far as it, it seemed like you, you whether you did this digitally or not. Uh, it seemed like you used old film stock to shoot on. Yeah, no, we didn't. But I wanted to, and I was talked out of it. Because uh, I wanted you to use like black and white reversal film, Ooh. and make it really beautiful looking like that. And my mm. DP is wonderful, um, Davey Robertson. He's like, no, we're not doing that. We're just going to shoot it all on the same camera. And he um, color corrected it, and obviously, you know, the shape of the lens, you know. Right. But um, excuse me, the framing was different, and so we just would switch back to the real world which we did, and then into the Super 16, or 16, really, is what it was. and Because that was what was happening, like, in 1965. If you were a photojournalist, you had a 16-millimeter camera. Right. Yeah. So so he but, did the color correct on that and the editing. So yeah. I, but he did a good job. He, he, did. I, he nailed the filters perfectly to give it that 60s vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really was film-looking. And uh, filmic looking, he did a beautiful job, and uh, the Panavision thing was kind of cool too. Yeah. When we shot it, we didn't frame it like that, so we did that later, and it still worked. It's not like we lost too much, but I mean, it was was a, we shot it just in a normal kind of um, ratio, and then we turned it into like a Panavision later. 
So that was pretty, yeah, he did a beautiful job. He's an incredible uh, talent. He really is. I, I will say I was thrown off when it popped up and it said, Wives in the Sky, 1960, copyright 1965. No, yeah. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I thought she just shot this. So, so kudos there. That was for, a nice touch. For, for Ke- Thank you. It, it's yeah. going to throw people, and I think that's what makes it makes it great because it, it almost seemed like this was a found found film. Oh, that's so funny you say that because that was my absolute goal. That's the that was my goal to make it look like it was found footage of of the stewardesses and you know the super close up and the crazy ass you know uh, film moving and. Yeah, that was my goal. So I'm glad that you said that. When we were um, doing the edit, he had put up um, 2000 or whatever the copyright was, 2020. And I said, no, no, I think here it should be 65. <laughs> and then we can do that later. Because, <laughs> you know, it kind of took me right out of it. So I'm glad we stuck to that. <laughs> so, that was perfect. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was definitely a nice touch. Thank you. Yeah, he's he's pretty amazing. He really is. No, you- but it, it it's kind of um it kind of fits in with the whole story, because the whole thing the whole the whole short while I while I was watching it, at least I was like what's going on here what exactly is, which is kind of the fun part of it I think. Yeah, it certainly unfolds in a way that's sort of unexpected, definitely unexpected, um, which is. It, it's delightful, you know, that people uh, to watch people watch it is fun. It's really fun. At the same <laughs> time, uh, you know, I there's a hyper realness to it, but um, but the acting and I think they did a wonderful job. I, it's very important they played it authentically, and you know, in order to make it it work. Yeah, so it was fun. I had a great time with it. <laughs> Yeah, they, uh, they definitely did a great job. Thank you. Yeah, they did. They did. I must say, everybody brought so much to it. And um, I, I'll tell you, the guy, uh, Sebastian uh, Fernandez, who played Kevin, he he gave some great face, you know? He was yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he I, was I, funny. I, I love the introduction of Kevin. Well, who's oh, this yeah. guy? He's my cameraman. Uh, Carl. Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Keith, Kevin. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's, we've been friends for a while. <laughs> so funny. I told him Sebastian, I saw him like at a commercial audition. He's like, hey, honey, we did it. I'm like, well, I'm making this movie. I think there's a part for you. And um, he, he's so good. And I said, it's like the type of thing this guy meets you in the lobby of a stewardess hotel, basically. And so say, I got these, you know, you know, hold the camera and go upstairs. And I thought he did a good job. Of course, he didn't really shoot the footage, but he sure seemed like he knew what he was doing. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a good dancer, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, too bad we didn't get to see any of that. But well, when, when we when we do see uh, the one gal, the younger of the two roommates, yeah, dancing, I loved how she, she does the sixties dance. But she does it very slow and very like one step at a time. Uh, yeah, right. as, as I as listeners could not see me so mimic funny. the move. But you know, here's the thing: that's Madison. She was also. Um, her name is Madison Bullock. She's a great actress, and she was one of the producers on this as well. I couldn't have done it without her. And she uh, is also, aside from being an incredible actress, she's she's a professional ice skater. So she really knows how to move. Oh, wow. I was like, this has to be like the worst dance. I, I don't. This this dance has to be so bad that guys aren't even attracted to you. That kind of bad. Of course, they are no matter what she does. It's impossible not to be attracted to her. But um, I get screaming, pigeon toe, just to get her to be. And sometimes I realize you have to be like a really good dancer in order to dance bad. That's that's really the truth of it. So she, she did a great job. She did. She brought a lot to that character. I mean, she surprised me. She was very nuanced in her performance. Well, with a corset and, and form-fitting stretch <laughs> stewardess uniform that... <laughs> but, <laughs> that's right. But, you know, I mean, she brought so much nuance because I always... I kept saying to them, look, this is a love affair between these two women. They love each other. And I think that the the um, the dark hair, the Fran character, which is played by Rachel Ailey, I think that, that she could have gone on forever in this relationship, just like that. Mm-hmm. And the... 
uh, Madison's character, I feel like she's going to look back on this one day and go, what was that thing I did with that woman? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like this this was a true love story. With yeah. Them. Yeah. So, which is sort of funny because I have sent it to some um, LGBTQ uh, festivals, but it doesn't fly there. I'm like, this is a true B story. You know, this is the bisexual. This is a love story between. Yeah. This point in time, in the 60s, I mean, if it was 1995, maybe they would have been kissing. But that's not how it rolled back then with them. They didn't know themselves, you know. So how well, they- And you almost see that in the very beginning when they introduce each other, you know, yeah. or introduce themselves to, to, to Derek. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we're going to go for the kiss. And no, it's in public now. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was absolutely amazing. Oh, it's funny. I didn't know that, <laughs> that, that, that you touch on, on something that, you know, back then was considered so taboo and, and you, you made the whole subject uh, <laughs> so, so comforting to watch. Oh. I, I know, I know, is that's just, that's the way I want to say it, but it's not the exact wording, but it'll, it'll do because I can't think of. <laughs> How I actually want to word it, but no, it 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 was comfortable. It it wasn't it wasn't yeah. bad. Um, I'm like okay, and then when you threw the 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 twist with the 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 knot tying, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like okay, <laughs> here here here's a new element that most likely happened back then that doesn't get talked about in, in films a yeah. lot, and, right. and this was an even better better twist. Thank you so much. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that there first the thing that you're talking about in the beginning. Um, it's funny. No one's ever talked to me about that. They weren't exactly going in for a kiss. Yeah, she was pulling her hair out of her eyes. Is that it? That one? Or, or I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of those moments there, which was very, very um, important because you know it's like we you got to show the relationship between these two girls any way you can. Maybe not in words, but in action. And that was exactly what we were going for. Not necessarily a kiss, but just the intimacy, that moment. Uh, there were like two in the opening. And I thought um, we that was like super important events. So thanks for noticing that. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, for, for me, like I said, um, you know, moving the brushing the hair out of the way. And, yeah. then, and then they they both threw that look at each other. Like, yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I want to kiss. <laughs> and then they just turn. And then they, it's just that as soon as they. They both realized they had the same thought. It's just that quick. Yeah. No, head back forward because it's that that's not kosher. In, yeah. In, the, in this time well, and age for the period they were in. And I love that. It was so I think that, so quick and so subtle. It was, it was great. Yeah. I think the, the other I think the other yeah. thing about it, too, is when you see that, you're like, oh, I know what's going on there with those two. But you really don't because you find out afterwards that there's a whole nother level to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Well, in the fact that Mm. not only were they doing that to themselves, you know, the relationship with themselves, but they were open to to bring others into that relationship as well to -hmm. pursue, you know, hence why we had the surprise ending at the end. I'm like, wait, oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Which was was perfect. Um, Yeah, I I mean, it unfolded. You know, I mean, for I felt like both the Derek character, who was yep. uh, played by Drew uh, Brandon Jones, and he, I felt like he was, he was so amazing. He's such an amazing actor. They're all amazing. And mm-hmm. um, the, the way he, his character unfolded, you know, he starts out one way, and by the end of it, it's like he's in love with her, and he is so, like, okay to fall in love with him. You know, he's... He's so transformed by it, and uh, he's not at all as 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 skittish as you know, or as oily as we think he is. You know, right? He, he really is taken by her, and he's, well, he's such a wonderful actor. Gosh, talk about I think, performance. I think uh, I think a big part of it, I think a big part of it too was how casual the girls were about it. Like, you know, it's no big deal. This is just what we do. You know, it's just we just 
we just have fun with it. <laughs> Which is sort of how like the hyper real part of it comes in because it is a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the the reaction of Derek when when they get to the he's like, okay, I I'm going. Uh, there's a chance you can get lucky tonight. Yeah. Walk in the door. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> And you know, Madison's character is just fine, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom! <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> he's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, he had that slow burn. He really did. He really yeah, did. yeah, yeah. But he's so to he's so like made it so we never disliked him at all. You know, he, mm. he just pushed it far enough to that that we go okay. You know, and hilarious. He's so funny. So funny. And he yeah. told me this was the first time he got to play a sexy role. Because when I met him, I met him on really? a show. Yeah, I know. Shocking. Because I kept calling him James Bond. And he said, his uh, act yeah, uh, said to him, you will never be James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I first uh, worked with him, we did a show, like a like a series together for a couple episodes. And I was like a principal and he was a school teacher and he was a total nerdy, nerdy guy. And that's all he's was used to playing these kind of nerdy guys, and he's perfect hmm. at it. But I'm like, I see something else in this guy. I know he can do this, and um, and he did. He blew me away. I'm just my mind was blown with what he was doing, and he had great wardrobe. So <laughs> he got lucky there. <laughs> those, those were yeah, that's... I think one or two things I got for him, but everything else was his. <laughs> he just looks that way. He's just wow. You know, that's how he dresses. <laughs> And uh, I created that curl for him because he doesn't usually curl his hair in the front, but that epic curl, um, you know, and like, I know we can do something with that hair, but boy, he looked good and he, his work was just flawless, truly flawless. Wow. I was pretty I, I, jealous of his hair. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> he has great hair. He really does. Yeah. Great wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was fun. It was a great time. I was just really glad to have the opportunity. Truly, it it was awesome. Uh, like I said, I, well, we got to the <laughs> end. Credits started rolling. I'm like, wait, wait, really? That's it? No. God, thank you for saying that because you know, 20 minutes short that's considered a long short in this yeah. world. It is like programmers would go a little crazy. It's like 20 minutes. What are we gonna do? Yeah, you know, didn't so feel long. It did not feel oh. long, and it it hooked okay. me right in. Well, I'm so mm. happy. But I think that uh, everybody did their job really well. The music was really flawless. The kid who did the music was Josh Vanekin, and he he did an amazing job. He really did. Oh, yeah. Tightened yeah. the whole. And also, some of this music was made by a guy named Craig Owens. Some of the recorded music, like the record player and the end credits, mm. but the um. So they between the two of them, they just they, they knocked it out of the park. It's really happy, and it keeps the, the, the movie mute. Yeah, you know have it. Yes, it does. It really does. So yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fun. So much of good times. Too bad that uh, we released it in the middle of a pandemic. You know, we got to play one festival, and then the next day, I need we <laughs> we won that festival. I went to pick up my award, and I couldn't be have it because everything was closed up and they're like you know there's a pandemic everybody has to leave like go home i'm like uh, oh crap that's not happening <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was like uh, you know what those so was, was really disappointing i mean but fortunately these festivals have done an amazing job trying to keep it going but it's not the same mm-hmm. going to a festival you know Right. Having virtual festivals yeah. are so different. It's actually really depressing. <laughs> I still uh, with my headphones on and watch the movies, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm by myself. <laughs> this is so screwed up. <laughs> yeah. So, too bad. Uh, so, <laughs> hopefully, it's, hopefully soon it won't be. <laughs> or at yeah. some point. Yeah, I know. I feel like um, I kept thinking, well, by August, certainly we'll be able to go. <laughs> And it doesn't even look like next year we're going to be able to go. So oh, it's just, mm, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's really such a nightmare. But uh, I totally, I, un- I totally understand being in the entertainment industry myself. I, uh, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah, it's so. amazing how we have to zig and zag, right? 
Yeah. Well, for me, uh, I'm an audio engineer at Walt Disney World, and oh. um, but I, I was furloughed for 11 weeks, um, wow. and, and then shortly after the park, right before the parks reopened, I was I was brought back. Oh, okay. Uh, one, one of a limited few brought back, uh, so I'm thankful to be back. But yeah, uh, announcement around here was uh, today: SeaWorld people who, you know, a bunch of people who had been furloughed from SeaWorld got their walking papers and were laid off. So I oh, mean, wow. it's and then oh, Univer yeah. and then Universal, at least Universal Orlando, had more layoffs earlier this week as well. So like, uh, I actually got to be honest, I'm even surprised that Disney World is opened. Mm-hmm. I am. It's amazing. I, I will say I feel safer being at the parks than I do going to the grocery store. Oh, tell me, really? Is it because yeah. uh, how is that? everything that that we go through? I mean, we we have to self temperature check before we go to work. Okay. Uh, when we get there, we go through a secondary check. If technically, if we fail either one of those, we're if we fail the home check, we're not supposed to go to work. If we fail it at, at work, they set us to the side, isolate us, check us again like a half hour later. Wow. If we if we fail that one, then they send us home and yeah. told you stay home till you're checked until till you're you're tested and, and cleared. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's- they do the same thing with with guests. They do the temperature check. Uh oh. if you register too high, they put you in a cool down area, give you a chance to cool down. You don't pass it there and, and your whole party is kept there. Your party can't go on without you. You're all yeah. kept together. And then wow. if that person fails the second time, they're, they're they're told, sorry, you can't come in today. Yeah, good. That's how it should be. So, and, it, and then they're they're pretty they're pretty tight on the masks too. You know, yeah, make sure it's up over the yeah. nose, yeah. not sitting under the nose, under the chin. Um, I mean, yeah. they're they're pretty tight. So, um, so yeah, I'm glad for that. Thank God. I mean, because you have to stay safe if you're going to be out there. Yeah. And other oh, yeah. countries, you know, they do temperature checks if you walk into a restaurant or even the supermarket, but not here. We don't. So I'm no. glad to hear that you do it your job. I know uh, my cousin, she's an essential worker. She works and manages a grocery store and she, they said they do the same. They do. But I'm glad to hear that about the park. And do you guys have less people coming in? Is that part of it? Yeah. Too? Yeah. Where okay. I think we're, I think we're at maybe one third capacity oh okay good yeah i mean you've got to do that they must they must be cleaning like crazy too oh we are cleaning like yeah it's it's maddening yeah i bet yeah everything gets cleaned constantly yeah yeah it's it's a constant deal yeah Mm. i think that this flu season will, will probably not be as bad because people are now doing what they should have been doing anyway in terms of washing their hands and hopefully yeah. touching their hopefully yeah, yeah. So, one, one can hope yeah i'm hopeful i just hope this weekend that people don't go out here i'm in california and we've got it pretty bad here as you know so yeah um, people for the most yeah. part fine there are a lot of people who don't want to wear masks still it's like really mm. just wear the mask jesus uh, yeah i know How's it in Wisconsin? and now on top of that there's the wildfires yeah that's right i was uh evacuated last year so oh, wow. yeah uh, another horrible. A, a friend of the show um she and uh actually two good friends of the show they they were evacuated last year as well uh oh. it's uh director neil johnson and actress uh tracy birdsaw oh so i wonder where what part of town they must have lived near close to well on the west side where we were I think uh, so. Because I'm Tra- at the, well, yeah. well, Tracy lost her house. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's so sad. But they said before it got mm. before it got that close to them, um, they actually went out with their cameras and, and were filming. And it's like you, you can't pass up a chance to record stock footage like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I'm like, well, okay, I can see that. <laughs> uh, true, oh. you know, right. true filmmakers that's amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm sure it must have been awesome actually footage but oh, yeah. boy that's horrible to lose your house we had to evacuate our cats it was like i found a groovy hotel yeah. who took us like i had him on speed dial because my cats you know so mm-hmm. uh, i was like will you take me and my cats and my husband said yes so it all worked out but uh, I felt terrible. I knew people. Why? I know one person. He lost his home, and that was pretty amazing. You know, awful, amazing. He got out, and he had horses. So, oh wow! Every everybody was okay, but I mean, it was amazing how he 
was able to get out of there. This got to a point where it was hard to get out at a certain point, especially mm-hmm. like where he lived. Yeah. yeah, and down by Malibu. So, so was was Wives the the first film that you wrote? No, no, no. I um, this is. Well, I've written a lot of features. I've written like about eight, nine features, and I've written for directors. I've written a little bit for television. I've written TV shows, but I did three shorts. This is my third one, and okay. um, yeah, yeah. So I, of course, would love to do a feature next. So hopefully that could happen. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. It's hard to know. It's hard to know how things are going to zig and zag out here with the entertainment industry. Although things are opening up again it's still pretty uh dangerous kind of to mm. be working right now right especially for actors yeah. we got to take our masks off and, and yell at each other and be this close you know it's like really so without rapid testing i'm like that's not good yeah yeah that's like right <laughs> so this is yeah so this is my third uh, film but my last one i did was actually it's so crazy it was a documentary called happy hands with tippy hedron and uh, it's, uh-huh. it was quite a quite interesting story, but I never thought that I'd be doing anything like that. I mean, it was just one of these things that just was conceived and made in like two months. It was crazy. Wow. So. <laughs> wow, that's insane. Yeah. That's it was, a good turnaround. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, most of it was. But, you know, with documentaries, you can do pieces of it, and then you might do pieces of that later. But but uh, the skeleton of it was conceived and shot so quickly. And uh, But I, I'm enjoying the filmmaking process. I, I really am. It's just different to to make stuff and not, and not be on that side of the camera. You know, it's like, okay. It's a little weird, but I, I like it. I, I'm, I'm having a good time doing it, and I'd like to continue it. So hopefully, <laughs> would, would you ever would you ever be um, one of the people who directs and acts at the same time, or is that um, is that I maybe a little too time, much? It was a lot. I did it the first time, the first one I did. I I actually co-directed with a gentleman named. Uh, it was called uh, Dot Dot Shot. It's like an eight-minute film. You're very well. And I played the lead hmm. in it, and I co-directed it with him. And I would have to either next time not be in it or direct it. My, it's hard to co-direct. It's just like madness, you know. It's like, well, this can't be good. Seems like it. Yeah, it's like yeah. times joined. You know, we did pretty good, but that when I was like, this is, you know, at a certain point you have to let go a little, especially when the clock mm. ticking. So um, I think I might do it again. I just want to do a lead. You know, I have this film now that I'm working real hard to get made, and I wrote a tiny part in it for myself, like a supporting role in it. And I thought, I think I could do that if I directed. Um, I would work with somebody, my camera person. I would hope to work with Davey again, Davey Robertson, same uh, DOP, but I would ask him in the scenes I'm in to to help be my eyes, things like that. So him and I, we work really, we're very similar in what we you know we're so similar in how we in our aesthetics so he'd be the perfect person to try something like that with but i wouldn't do a lead that would i think be too overwhelming <laughs> to drive myself yeah that's that seems like a lot yeah doesn't it it's like yeah. uh yeah it's crazy crazy it's a lot of work yeah i i gotta ask I, i'm looking on your imdb and, and you have a great film history mm-hmm. um <laughs> but Derek, she was in a series, which I got to find where the series is located because I got to watch it now. <laughs> Lunch Break Star Wars. <laughs> yes, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that's um, the girl who, ah, that's so funny you bring that up. This, um, are you familiar with uh, Paul McCart- McCarthy? Not Paul McCartney, but Paul McCarthy. Yes. Okay, so yeah. uh, he's an artist, a very a famous artist, and he makes movies as well. So Paul did this. Um, I've worked <clears throat> like three plus movies with Paul, and um, the girl Carrie Weeder who made that Star Wars. We would make it on. We made this series on our break. <laughs> <laughs> we would get these two-hour lunches, and we would change our clothes and do that. It was pretty funny. So that was just that's a very tiny little project, but we did a series of them. It was really fun. Okay. 
But yeah, this is fun. She's she's the mastermind behind that. Yeah. <laughs> now, one of your breakout roles was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, that was a definite long time ago. Yeah. That was a great way to to get into the industry, I'll be honest, because I was super young when I did that and it was such a big A++ film. Uh, so downhill from there, you know, because <laughs> it's like, how often do you get to <laughs> a movie? I was so wowed by the whole adventure, and uh, it was it was pretty amazing. It really was. I just assumed every set would be like that, and every job would be like that, and it wasn't. His stuff is so is made he so well, and he's such a master. You know, he's just so good and obviously mm. uh, he's very pointed in what he wants right so it was pretty amazing it was amazing to work to work with him and his son played a big role in that film also in terms of uh working uh directing i mean obviously coppola directed it but his son roman uh was very much involved and he's so talented it's like oh yeah they're all talented. Uh, I mean, it's just like off the charts. I mean, they, they're all very good. Really good. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> then, then you got involved in the Vice Academy series. Yes. It's so <laughs> crazy because the guy who made the series is a kid I went to school with. And I went to the audition. And he's like, honey, it's it's me. It's uh, Rick. Rick Sloan. I just like, oh, God, I hope I wasn't mean to him because he was kind of a annoying kid, but <laughs> so good. he's so talented. I mean, that guy, to me, his work is so funny. Of course, you can't make movies like that anymore, you know, because right. there was like, it was strangely sexist and weird. And all the lead, lead actresses in it were always porn actresses that wanted like to do a straight film. So, right. yeah, so fun. But we had a great time. I loved working with Rick and I don't know I did like four or five movies with him and uh, it was just such a great reunion to see him and I'm always like Rick you need to make more movies you're so good he's like you know honey they don't make my kind of movies anymore (laughs) 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 you know he's 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 really like a little kid so but I think he's just fast he's a fascinating person he really is yeah no very popular in the prison population (laughs) <laughs> with the, with the I can most, imagine. Oh yeah, they loved us. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> so this this one I'm curious about because now now it makes me wonder about the show if it's staged or not. Divorce court. Um. Okay. Is that on there? Is it is. On, on, it is. Oh, so funny. I don't even know it's on there. Um. No. No. These were scripted shows. They were scripted, and <laughs> I per, perhaps. Back in the day, I don't know when the original Divorce Court came out. Was that like in the 80s or the 70s? or I forget. The 70s? I don't remember. 100,000 years ago, I think they might have been real real show, shows. But when I did it, by the time we were doing it, they were all scripted shows. And, wow. Uh, yeah, totally scripted. And super cheap to make, right? Because uh, just get a courtroom. Oh, yeah. yeah, there wasn't a lot of... Uh, they could just knock those things out, you know. So now, now it makes you wonder. Yeah. Um, is People's Court, Judge Judy, any of those? Are they scripted as well, or? No, no, no. Those are definitely not scripted. Um, this is like pre-reality TV when I made yeah. this stuff, and reality TV, which is so big, of course, and and those kind of reality court shows came later, much later. Yeah. The divorce court, I think. Well, maybe they were based on true stories. Maybe that's the transcript, perhaps. I don't know. It's yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, I think so. But but they were definitely scripted. Okay. Yeah. And they were fun to shoot too. Just super fast, and the they I remember very vividly because uh, the audition was like I did a class, and then it turned out the casting director like just offered us these roles, you know, it's like right on. And they were all union and, you know, they were done really nice. It was really kind of cool. I I have friends who um, appeared on the Jerry Springer show when he filmed over at Daytona beach. Oh, that's hilarious. 
and <laughs> and they were pay, they were paid something like two hundred and fifty bucks to appear. Oh, really? It was, yeah. and then they were told they would get paid. Each one, of them, each one of them will get paid an additional hundred dollars for every yeah. fight they started. <gasps> really? That's the. I was going to say, yeah. Their segment. Uh, I think they. I think they talked that they uh, walked away with almost a thousand bucks each that day because they yeah. milked it for everything they could get. I, you know, I was funny. That like, makes find a, a lot of sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's so funny. I hope nobody got hurt. No. <laughs> I've never seen that show. <laughs> because they're not, I mean, they look like they're really fighting and they could really yeah. hurt each other. Yeah, that's oh, they, crazy. They, they said they threw some actual punches and they connected, but <laughs> they said it to, to, to earn almost a grand for the day for, for a half hour's worth of work was wonder, was worth it. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, my goodness. That's now, you were on, um, I don't remember if this was, a, I remember your character. I remember the episode that they they list here. You played a character named Dolores on ER. Yeah, and, and yeah. For me, that was a character I actually remember, and that was a very impressionable character. Thank you. Gosh, yeah, they're, they're wonderful people. I must say, they very they they made it. I don't know if you remember in the opening. They they made it rain. I oh, remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was painful. The way that they made it rain. That's why I just they showed up Warner Brothers and you can't make rain, you know? Right. The rain by buckets. It was oh, it was painful. And um so it was really fun, but it was a hard shoot just because of the rain aspect. So, it just So they did so they didn't use normal rain sticks then for the rain. They did, but it, it I don't think they know how to just make it they it's like down del- deluge. Did I say that word right? Downpour. And they opened it with that scene. That was the first scene we shot. I'm like, really? So I was like freezing all day because it wasn't like a proper way to, you know, get warm right. after that. Right. <laughs> oh, it was wow. just shot, but, you know, they do it 10 times because they have lots of money to do it on that show. But that was, <laughs> was a fun show to do. They treat they really kind, kind people. Yeah. That was a, that series went on forever. Yes. Oh yeah, and I All watched. Right. I watched every bit of it. Oh, cool. I never missed an episode. So funny. I haven't I watched a lot of the beginning. Of, I I forget. I don't think I watched all of it, but yeah. Eventually, I kind of fell off. Maybe maybe when George Clooney left, it it was it was hard to stay on the show the last couple of years. Mm. Uh, but I, I mean, I stuck with it. Yeah, um, it's hard kind of to watch doctor shows though. It kind of freaks yeah, me out. <laughs> that one I that one I caught right from early uh, from the get go and and was able to stay with it. Um, the other one, the only other one I've truly been able to. Well, the only other okay, there's a few others. Um, <laughs> the first one I was able to do that with was Saint Elsewhere. Oh, oh yeah, that was just so I, story. that's so well done. And that ending is like, wait, what? Really? <laughs> okay, because it, it was the it was the autistic son holding a snow globe because it zooms out of the snowing St. Elsewhere hospital to the zooms out to, okay, now it's the snow globe with the mm-hmm. transition. And this whole thing is the, the whole series was based on the visions and the creativity of this autistic child. Oh, like, that's so cool. That was, that was pretty awesome. That's very, yeah. Such an awesome show. You know, I did stick with it, like to watch all that, but that was, yeah, I do remember I vaguely remember the show, but I remember it enough that uh, it, how it was, how well <laughs> written it was and performed. Yeah. Uh, the Good Doctor is one I watch now all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. That kid looks great. And uh, there was a show about a ER or a medical hospital in Miami that ran during the summer a few years ago. I think it was hmm. on CBS. Okay. And it never got renewed. I'm like, well, okay, one and done. House I watched every now and then, but I wasn't religious with House. Yeah, well written, though. Great show. It was real written. Yeah. Yeah. Real written. I can't talk tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I know we do. (laughs) Um, What's been been your favorite project that you've done uh, outside of your personal stuff that you've been involved with? Yeah, you know... My favorite, favorite, all-time favorite, I always go back to this film, uh, is something called Men Cry Bullets. And 
it was like years and years and years ago, and it actually starred. Oh, I was the lead, and the second lead was Jerry Ryan, who you probably uh, yes. are very familiar with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before she uh, became the, the the cyborg, this is as it was happening. Mm-hmm. We're finished filming this, and uh, but that director, she's she was, she was amazing. She still, I tell her, you're still my favorite director. I wish you would make more movies. Mm. And uh, this girl, just her name is Tamara Hernandez, and she, she blew me away. And uh, mm. to this day, I think about that movie and what a great run it had. It had quite a run. It, it did incredible. And um, and she's incredible. So now she does stand up, which is so funny because her stuff is so dark. It's like, oh, oh she's like the uh. dark girl. Yeah, but uh, nice. but she's a great stand-up too. So it's just crazy. I'm like, what? First of all, you're performing, and <laughs> this is nutty. So, but um, yeah, she's something. So I, I think about that movie a lot, actually, and I learned so much from it. And I think I learned how to write movies from working on that film, because um, mm. also it, it taught me a lot about directing. She was just she was a great teacher. <laughs> You know, actors, they like to be directed, and uh, yeah. she was one of those directors. Just incredible, really. But if you ever, I don't know if you could ever find it, because this was before there was video on demand. Otherwise, it would be all over, you know. It would definitely be right. on. Well, that, that sounds like a challenge. In Cry Bullets, you've got to find it. E- Ebert called it the best cult film of the future, and this is when he was still around. And uh, oh, wow. he, he loved it. Yeah, he was he was really good to us and helped with this with the journey of that movie, actually. Now I'm going to have to find it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to see if it's showing anywhere online. I doubt, I doubt it. I really do doubt it. I, I have, like, this Betty Page wig, and uh, I think Eber called me the Santa... <laughs> the Santa... What's her name? The girl from Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. The Santa... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Turna, Santa Turna. I forget her name, but he called me the her of the new millennium or something. He compared me to her. We looked alike. We looked nothing alike. We just had that same crazy ass hair. Uh, <laughs> Santa, the, oh, I forget her name. So bad. May she rest in peace, of course. Uh, so, but yeah, he really championed the film. He really did. And it was, I think, it was wonderful. That's a great time. That's got to feel pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Santa Saturna, I think her name is. Boy, I'm just, I'm going to get a lot of crap for that. <laughs> I better get her name right. <laughs> I'm going to have to check my Roku box, see if I can find it. <laughs> but uh, search I, I find that Amazon has, Amazon Prime has a lot of crazy obscure films on they, it so uh, i feel like it's probably not on there they, they would tell me you know if it was probably but um i whatever i can do to get it up there i would i mean it's that it's that kind of movie so good it, it is. went like the southwest it went all these huge festivals and got released in theaters and stuff but, it is um, it is not on no, that that no. it's not on amazon no Telling you, you can, well, you can buy a co- you can that. buy a copy of it on Amazon. I, oh, you can! Oh, right on. Of course, <laughs> I would hope maybe, so. Maybe, maybe when uh, maybe when Wives of the Sky releases, then you can uh, then you can have them put that one up there too. Say, hey, you know, it's a good little cross promotion. <laughs> I would love for them to do that. People would love to see it. I don't think Jerry Ryan's ever been better. She was incredible in this movie. She was mm. so amazing. I was like, this girl is amazing. No. You you can yeah. you can buy the DVD starting at fifty seven ninety eight. Get out of here! Wow, <laughs> that's like Amazon on third party. Really? Wow. Or you can or you can buy a copy new from one hundred and eighty one dollars and sixty one cents. Are you serious? Wow, dead serious. Man, so collectible. That's what that is. That's just that's madness. Yep. Truly madness. Now well, going, you know, we have even. some diehard fans from back then. I still am in contact with these people. It's just like crazy. Because when people liked that movie, they went like ballistic. It was <laughs> oh, it truly it had a cult following. It's amazing. It really, it really was well, great. But uh, yeah, she's a. I'm reading the description of it, and wow, sounds interesting. It's definitely ahead of its time. Definitely. Uh, somebody has a ultra rare original release pressing yeah. <laughs> for fifty four forty nine. Wow! 
Wow. DVD. Well, I'll tell you what, it's that good. Uh, the director is just so, she's just amazing. She's, you don't get too many like her, that's for and, sure. And the same person has the VHS going for forty two ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I probably have one of those somewhere. Yeah, I feel like I must have some around, but I, I just, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, Derek, you got any other questions? I do, actually. There was one thing, there's one question I had, and uh, I think you'd be a perfect person for it, to answer it. And that it, that is, I've always wondered um, what it, like, what the differences are between doing movies and doing films, and, and if you have a, a preference or which one's easier or harder, uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. You mean, like, TV or film? Yeah. Yeah, TV or film, but um, it just depends on, you know, TV is like really fast. I got to tell you, it's super fast. Um, they they cast really fast and they move really quickly and because they're like making a mini movie in seven or ten days. So um, in some ways, it's I love television. I mean, I think it's I love how quickly things move. And to see that everybody working so, so efficiently and well, and it trained you in such a way, you know, you, you have to be like the one big wonder type thing. But um, so I, I just like the consistency of the, of the TV work myself, personally. Movies, people are usually there. They would always go, oh, I'd much rather do a feature film than do television. But um you know, feature films get kind of gnarly. It depends on the budget. If you've got a really good situation going, then it's 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 welcoming and wonderful and exhausting. But um, it could also get really crazy. I did. I don't know. Are you familiar with Doris Wishman? Um, Name sounds familiar. She was like, oh my god, she was a exploitation filmmaker from from way back pre porno days. And then she had a comeback, uh-huh. made a movie that I happened to star in called Satan Was a Lady. And that movie was made in Florida, actually. And we had to make the whole thing in like a couple of weeks. And I was like, God, I hate this. This is so painful. But it was really, I mean, that kind of work to me is like, ugh, it's torture. It's torture. So it makes me feel like, I'm not sure I ever want to do a movie again. You know, it's got to get better than this. Only because you have to work so hard and so fast, but not under the greatest circumstances or conditions. But, of course, it turned out to be like a great film. Everything turned out great. I was really happy to have been part of it. But um, so so it's a mixed bag. I guess if I had to choose, it, I'd rather do television just because I, I think it's. Yeah, I just Interesting. like sort of what everybody would say. But TV also has gotten so good. The writing has gotten so Yeah, good definitely. Over yeah. the last several years, yeah. So, But I love making movies, you know. They're so fun. It's just a fun thing to do. What What's a uh, dream project that you would love to work on? Um, well, I – dream project. I know dream actors that I love. I'm so old school. Like, I love Harvey Keitel. And uh, yes. to me, he's like such an amazing actor and so underrated and so underused. I understand he's made hundreds and hundreds of movies, but to me, he's underutilized consistently. So I would love to work with him. I've, I've known him in the past. We used to hang out. We used to be kind of friendly. And uh, I work with a director who I got to meet through Harvey named Abel Ferrara, who's such a wonderful director. And my dream would be to project would be to make an April for our film. That would just be incredible. Um, he's my favorite director and to work with an actor such as Harvey, somebody who's so just so good. That would be a dream. <laughs> I got closed a few times. I got to I got to Abel with one of my scripts and uh, was in New York for a week working with him with it. And it didn't work out, unfortunately, but. Um, he was too committed with other things, but it was a great experience. And uh, so I got rather close. So it just didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So w- what do you have coming up? So um, I made a film last, uh, was it last year? It was called Sweet Taste of Souls. And we finished it this year, just like the ADR. And one of the characters is a voiceover character that I do as well. So I played two parts in it. 
I play the lead character and then I do this sinister kind of voice thing that's talking to her in her head. So we finished that this year right before the pandemic hit. And uh, it was in February. And so it's now coming out. It, they they finished cutting it. Uh, the sound they finished doing the sound at the very end, which is why we did it in February. And uh, so it just got picked up by Tricoast or releasing, and I'm oh. not sure where it's going to play yet. Uh, so and it's a feature. It's kind of a horror thriller, social horror. They're calling it feature uh, thriller. And I'm not like I said. I don't have a, a date or a platform that it's playing on because obviously right now nobody's going to the theaters, so I just don't know the um, when it's coming out. But it's coming out. It won a bunch of festivals recently. I got a bunch of awards from it. I was very grateful for that. And I think that um, these filmmakers did a great job. All women, which is kind of fun. Female director, Terry Ross. That's awesome. Yeah, which, you know, to me, it's like, just use who's ever the best. doesn't matter, men or, or a woman. Either way, it doesn't matter. But I just happened to be an all-female team, and that was kind of cool. And it was fun. It was a great thing to do. We all stayed in a place in uh, Julian, California, which is in the mountains by San Diego. And we stayed, like, in a, in a big house there. There was, like, 30 of us. For like a month, and we shot this film in this town called Julian, and uh, it's pretty wild. It was fun. So it's just it's coming out now, just as we speak. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know when it comes out and where and all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah, yay. So which is really surprising because we really just finished. You know, it took like a year to cut it basically, but then there was work to do still in by February so I was really surprised how quickly they put it all together at towards the end and so it's like whoa whirlwind and uh, they worked very hard doing it the um the director and uh, excuse me the producer and the writer and they're just wonderful so um anyway but so that's coming out and so, uh-huh. so that'll be exciting to see where that goes at this point okay Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Derek, anything else? Um, no, I don't think so. Where can people find you online? Sure, yeah. Well, um, I actually have a new website. It's a long story. Uh, now we're at honeylauren.net, <laughs> no longer .com, uh, honeylauren.net. I'm also on Facebook, of course. It's Honey Lauren, and uh, Wise of the Skies has a a little website now as well as that's on on Instagram as well as Honey Lauren Instagram so and Twitter so actually I'm trying to think of Twitter I think I'm Honey Gay H-O-N-E-Y-G-A-Y so yeah I have to look isn't that silly I can't even remember (laughs) (laughs) but I'll find you guys and and we can all connect (laughs) well thank you for joining us this week it it was Absolute honor to have you on. Oh, my God. You guys are so Definitely, wonderful. Definitely, yes. Thank you both. I mean, I had a wonderful time. Thank you. You guys are so wonderful. So on, so on September 29th on Amazon, yeah. check out Wives of the Skies. Yes, yes. And, and help push getting the full feature script done. You know, I would love that. I wrote it afterwards and I because I thought, oh, I think I would like to make a feature out of this. So that would be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see it. Fantastic. Yay. So well, thank you so much. It was our pleasure. Um, be safe out there. We will. Me too. <laughs> and I just found you on Twitter. So I just oh, followed is it you. Honey Gay or Honey Lauren? It is Honey Gay, yep. Honey gay. Gay honey yeah. gay. That's, gay is my middle name, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, makes sense then. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys so it much. Our, it was our pleasure. And and I hope to talk to you again soon. Yeah. Well, thank All you right. again. Thanks. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Whoa, I can see your skin cells. Hey, welcome back. Uh, man, it was great having Honey on the show. Uh, yeah, she was really great. Go check out her site, honeylauren.net, as she said. Uh, also, too, the show will be out. Uh, her her movie, her short, Wives of the Skies, which is, you know how hard it was not to spoil it? You know me, I tend to, sp- yeah, I I tend know. to spoil. 
by mistake. And I get that email. Uh, can we cut this part out? Can we cut that part out? Um, it, it'll be worth you guys go uh, going to Amazon Prime to watch. Um, even if it's a couple bucks to rent, do it. It's worth it. it it's very much worth it. Definitely, yeah. So it was. It was. It was really nice. It was really good. It was really, really fun. Um, so yeah, so before we go, you got any final thoughts or anything briefly you want to talk about? Um, uh, the only thing I really wanted to say was that I recently, now that it's on Netflix, I recently started watching the Cobra Kai series and, uh, I'm, I'm about halfway through the second season now and it's really good. And, uh, if you, if you haven't checked it out yet, I highly recommend checking it out. It, it's on my uh when i got youtube tv i was able to start watching it because it was available mm. there uh, yep. uh but i just i never i had it on the queue to, to start but i never did but now that it's on netflix i'm definitely gonna have to make sure i get on it uh the boys season two dropped today as we're recording yes i can't wait to start watching that and apparently an official trailer and i'm gonna go watch it as soon as we're done recording an official trailer for the mandalorian season two is out really <laughs> uh, isn't that funny it, am i assuming um as soon as we're done recording i'm gonna have to share a screen so you can watch it along with me i think that would probably be a good idea okay we'll do that uh on that note you got anything else uh nope that's all i got then uh hopefully we've asked you guys hopefully we've left you guys asking want to know more so um the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. Mike, 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 Mike.